Welcome back to the Trifecta Soft Podcast. I'm your host, E-Rock. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button if you haven't already, so you never miss another podcast. Also, do me a favor. Go on to whatever podcast app you listen to us on and give us a rating and review. That really helps us rank in the searches. Thank you so much. Let's get into the podcast. All right, welcome back, everybody, to uh, Trifecta Airsoft Podcast. I'm E-Rock, and today my guest is Rob from Milsim, or uh, Gunfather Milsim, sorry. Yes, sir. And, That's all right. <laughs> welcome to the podcast, brother. Oh, it's good to be here. Thanks for having me. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that is a cool, tilt your head just a little bit so we can see your, uh, that's oh, your logo, logo, right? Yes. Yeah, that's the logo that I have made up. That's badass. I like it. Yeah. And uh, that represents a lot of what you teach in some of your videos. Because uh, yeah. I see a lot of your, uh, you know, your tactics where you're, you know, creeping around corners and cutting the pie or slicing the pie with the, uh, with, with you know, CQB stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, uh, that's actually based on a, like, a, there was some photo of me from some op I did, and I took that and I said, make this look like a, a samurai, because I want it to kind of be like the way it's holding the gun. I, I wanted the, the the body position, obviously not necessarily, because, you know, wearing goggles and a mask, and, you know, can't tell who the fuck it is. But, um, <laughs> yeah, and they, you know, did that for me it was a i did one of those online competition things where they could submit you right. know a uh a patch and that's what they came up with and it worked out pretty well so it does that's cool yeah it's cool to have, it's good to have a good logo you know yeah it took me several years to, to get motivated enough to make one so <laughs> so when did uh so obviously you have a youtube channel uh yes, sir it's uh gunfather milsim People can find you on there, and yep. uh, you have other social media. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, I got, I got, you know, Gunfather Milsim on Instagram and okay. Facebook. It's all Gunfather Milsim. Yep. I don't That's put good. a lot of crap on Instagram. It's it, Instagram's kind of. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. old school. I don't, I don't get hooked on all the social media. Uh, I do put some stuff on Facebook, but mostly it's all on the YouTube page. But I was gonna say you you do have on your on your uh, YouTube stuff like guys that comment whatever you I've seen a lot of your uh, you know you respond back to your your uh, viewers and that kind of thing and and uh, you know you do a lot of live streams where you talk yeah. to your viewers and answer questions you know you do a lot of Q and A with uh, you know CQB and tactics that kind of thing. Yeah, you know my my channel's small enough that I can still kind of respond to just about every comment that's yeah. asking a question i'll usually get around to most of them and I, I like having some interaction with people um and the live stream i just started doing the live stream a few months ago because i thought no one's gonna want to watch this crap you know i, I just <laughs> in my opinion who cares you know honestly who cares yeah and a buddy of mine's like why don't you do it you know you, should, you know people would love to kind of chat with you and not such a edited and canned version as you have in the video i said okay what the hell and i tried it and I was kind of surprised. There's uh, how many people jumped on there from you know Europe and you know Asia and all over the place and right. know, South America chiming in, going, "Hey, love your videos, blah blah," and asking some questions. I was kind of surprised, and they actually think that's a a little more entertaining venue than me filming something and editing it. So yeah, I don't know. It's, yeah, a lot it's, of people it's, like that stuff. I, I the I live stream is less work. It's less work. And- <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it really is. It really is, and uh, you're 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 good at it. You got uh, you know, you got a lot of viewers that uh, you know, come out and ask questions, and you're really good about going in some depth on answering some of those instead of just you know, a couple words here and there, and you know, moving on or whatever. So, uh, yeah, I like I like that. It's uh, and, and honestly. Uh, just to give you some background. So you're, you know, you you have official, like professional training on these tactics that you're talking about. Uh, you're yes, not sir. just some airsofter that started out airsofting and is like, oh yeah, I learned this while I was at a milsim. Uh, you've got some professional training, right? Yeah, I uh, I've been a police officer since 2001 in a yeah. major metropolitan area in the Midwest, uh, and I've been a SWAT officer since 2009. 
and a SWAT sniper since 2016. Dude. And I'm still a, I'm still an active SWAT officer now. Uh, kind of in the twilight of my career now, but uh, I'm still very active. Um, it's uh, yeah, it's it's the it's a lifestyle. And I I got into airsoft actually in 2007, late 2007. Obviously, before I even got on uh, SWAT, and I got into it kind of looking as a possible training venue, like a, a you know, let's because we were using simulations for training back then. And simulations is very expensive, and you, you got to wear a lot of protective gear, and they're not that accurate, and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit, <laughs> that's a SWAT. That's a SWAT call. Oh Stand shit! Uh oh. Might have cut this thing short, man. Nah, it's a barricade. But I got I got three kids upstairs. I can't go. There you go. Barricade staging soccer. She's on scene too. See, we're we're live right now. Like this is for him. This is live. Yeah, you, we're this recording. Is, this is not live, but yeah, this that's, is that's uh, that's, for that's, him. That's man, it he's on call. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's that's gonna go off again here in a minute. I I got uh, kids upstairs, so I I can't run out right now. But yeah, if that if that goes uh, several hours, what that what just happened there. It's a barricaded gunman call. I don't know the details yet. I'd have to turn on my radio to see it, to, to hear yeah. it. But uh, if that goes several hours um, to when there's someone else to watch my kids, I would get called in. I would go in for that. Right. Or if there's, I don't know if there's hostages. It didn't say hostage barricade, so I don't think there's hostages. Those yeah, are actually pretty upgraded rare. it's upgraded or something, then you... Yeah, you, uh, yeah it, it might get upgraded, but we'll see. Huh. So, yeah. Hell yeah, we might have a fucking... listen, listen. Oh shit! You better yeah, not be drinking will... on. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say this is my. I'm, I'll, I can probably finish this one and be good, but after that, yeah. I won't be going to that for. I'm for sure they. Hours. I'm sure they account for that kind of stuff too. So they do. Yeah, you get. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm several hours away from responding to this. Right. So yeah, that's a small world. So anyway, uh, but <laughs> so uh, you, got, was... you were talking about you got into airsoft. Uh, because of the training and yeah, you know, I got into airsoft uh, as looking at as possible uh, training tool, and I, I kind of determined it, it really wasn't a really good viable training tool uh, for the police department for what we were looking at. But in the process of discovering that, I did find out it was a lot of fun, and I kind of got hooked like everybody else gets hooked, and then you start you know playing more and buying more guns, and you know that first year is a thousand dollar year, and yeah. The rest is kind of history. I had to play in a lot of woodland. Um, all my trainings in CQB, room clearing, you know, it's, it's not, you know, what we call uh, stronghold assaults. It's not in woodland stuff. Um, I'm not, I'm in an urban police department. So um, for me, that was all new stuff, all the woodland stuff. I love it. It's, yeah. it's a, that's really what I enjoy playing the most is Milson and woodland stuff. That's uh, that's funny you say that because my attraction when I saw your channel, my attraction to your videos was the CQB stuff because you know I spent four years in Marine Corps, but I went in '89, okay, '89, '93. It was uh, they were still training from like Vietnam stuff. We still mm-hmm. had jungle boots. We weren't even in the desert yet, and uh, so it was. We we had I think I had one day of CQB training. And we fucked it up so bad. It was, it was horrible. Okay. It was, uh, you know, they, we only spent a few hours on it. All of our training was in the woods. It was all jungle warfare. We learned how to make punji sticks. We learned how to make, you know, dig holes, uh, avoid those type of type of traps. And, uh, I never knew much about, uh, CQB. So when I went to your channel, and just to give you guys that are watching here a, a little background, we um, uh, Rob contacted me just a few days ago, and I went and looked at his channel, and he's got four thousand subs uh, on his YouTube channel. So he's you know he's got some experience, and he's got a ton of videos. Uh, I'm not sure how many, but you put out some videos. Uh, yeah, I think it's somewhere around uh, eighty to ninety. I'm somewhere in there. Yeah. Yeah. Back from 2008, 2009? Yeah, yeah. Some of the early stuff is all just, it's it's not good. It's not that's good. Okay. Like that's that's how we that start. <laughs> I, I, I did some, like, there was a CQB place locally, and I started like everybody else. You know, I'm doing these, oh, you know, I'm cool. Wearing the, the 
head camera and oh yeah i'm gonna show me going in here and whipping ass at the CK right. place. look how cool i am and um you know that was, that was a long time ago <laughs> but um and it was fun and it you know but honestly the content is not that good and to this day i i can't stand watching gameplay videos i'm watching the stuff i'm making i'm in it and I'm bored. I'm like, this is stupid. No one's gonna watch this stuff. And to this day, nobody watches that stuff. My 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 like lowest watched video by by count is by far those first couple of years of videos where I'm actually doing gameplay. There was like, well, yeah. do some gameplay videos. I'm like, hey, go watch them. They're ten years old and no nobody watches them. They're still there. Yeah. If you're really interested, go check them out. But they're you know <laughs> gameplay videos is it's not entertaining. It's a lot of work to edit it. It's yep. just there's just no content to it. And if you look, actually, there is a gameplay video in there. I think I called it like Two Man CQB or something. And that's the first time I tried to make a video where I actually said, why don't we try to, or why don't I try to do something educational, do something demonstrative, do something kind of explaining a concept. And the video doesn't really do that good a job of explaining anything either, because it's basically me editing a bunch of two man, two versus two CQB footage to make it, to show off some concepts. And it's really not the most efficient way to to get across the concept. But uh, that video ended up getting quite a few views compared to everything else. Yep. And that's when I realized, okay, well, maybe there's a market here. I started making videos, you know, how to use a radio, how, what is a skirmish line, how to use a skirmish line, basic formations, just, just basics. And uh, it just started, it's kind of a slow grind. I mean, you know, you, you've built a YouTube channel. It's It's a grind. Yeah, it is. And you just, you got to be content to just keep putting out good content, putting out good content, making your content better, working on your lighting, working on your sound, working on everything. Yeah. And it, it, it I tell you what, it, I think it took me, I don't know, four years to get to 500 subscribers, but then from 500 to a thousand was like six months, Yep. you know, and then about, and then it just kind of, it grows uh, just faster as time goes by and yeah. and now you know I, you're picking up you know a couple subs a day and yep. it, it is what it is but yeah, it, i remember you know, uh first starting the channel we were <laughs> we were looking at our our stats you know our analytics like every day you know yeah and, and like yeah. and initially we would upload a video and watch it like per hour and uh oh. and it would just it would creep it's my like oh yeah and uh, I remember watching some videos on that, like, dude, just relax. You know, I know you're going to watch these and try to, you know, see your stats grow, like, hourly. But just wait until you get whatever. We'll be right back. This episode is sponsored by Skirmish, the future of Airsoft gameplay management. Are you ready to take Airsoft to the next level? Skirmish's innovative gameplay solution keeps players and spectators engaged with real-time updates. Capture objectives, detonate targets, medic, and more at Skirmish-enabled fields. Skirmish tracks every action so you don't have to. Review past games, action by action, and follow your progress in national rankings. Phones are not required. If you want to find out more, head to skirmish.net. And check out episode 157 of this podcast where I talk with the owner of Skirmish about how it started and how it works. Stay connected, my friends. Sometimes it'll hit you sideways what takes off and what doesn't. Mm. You know, there'll be a video you think is surely this is going to get lots of views. Everybody yeah. wants to know about this crap. You know, this is, this, yep. is some, this is some real world tactics. This is some good stuff. I think I did one on anti-fratricide rules, which is one of my biggest pet peeves with airsofters, particularly in CQB, is their anti-fratricide rules are atrocious. Now, what is and it? Anti-fratricide is like when um, I'm engaging a target, but there's a friendly that's slightly downrange to a degree that he could move into my line of fire very easily, gotcha. and yeah. I couldn't stop shooting in time for it to hit him. It's basically I'm taking an unsafe shot. Because you know, in airsoft, you see guys get hit in the back of the head all the time by their by the guys on their team. Absolutely. Because you'll be on you'll be on a corner, and the first guy will be here, and then ten feet back, the next guy kind of pies out a little bit more, and it's just you know sending those BBs by their head. And then some yeah. third guy does the same thing even farther back down the corner, right. and well, then this guy peeks out a little more and gets hit in the back of the nugget. It's very common in in airsoft. It wasn't hard for me to find photos of people doing that just yeah airsoft cqb google image search it was easy and i had you know hundreds of them 
because it is so common. Um, but in the real world, that's a huge no-no. I mean, you're you're done. You're not. You're oh, you're not. Course. You're off the team. You're handing your armor. You're like, an idiot. How many innocents are you killing for rat? You know. Well, yeah. So anti-fracticide rules are, are huge in, yeah. in real world operations, but in airsoft, nobody nobody gives a shit. They just want to get no. their kill. Well, they don't which look. I get. Yeah. I get. It's a sport, but you know, my my thing is, if you want to look the part, if you want to play the part of of you know being a a, a real world guy, you know, yeah. I use the op- operator. I'm not a SWAT operator. I'm a SWAT officer, but whatever. I hate that term; it's so overused. But point is, if you want to play the real world game, then let's let's play the real world rules. Let's yeah. let's simulate as much as we can while still having fun. Let's simulate these real world rules. Let's let's obey the four rules of firearm safety. Let's let's right. do some anti-fragile rules. Let's watch where our muzzles going. You know, let's not muzzle the shit out of each other. Do do people muzzle each other in the real world? Yeah, happens all the time. Yeah. But it's it's we try to avoid it as much as we can too. Right. So, you know, it, it's going to happen. And so that's a big thing that I'm a proponent of is, is let's handle, you know, we want to be, we want this sport to be respected. Well, let's conduct ourselves in a respectable manner. Let's yeah. handle these, these essentially, you know, toys, but let's handle them like they're real weapons and give them the respect they deserve because they can't hurt people. They Absolutely. can't kill people, but they can hurt people. Especially so let's, let's handle them correctly. Yeah, exactly. Or, like, you know, dude. teeth knocked out, go through your ear, whatever. I've, I've seen some pretty significant injuries just from airsoft. Yeah. And it's just, I made that anti-fratricide video and like nobody watched it. Yeah. Uh, very limited, very limited, you know, views. And I thought, oh, this, this is good stuff. And, it, you know, nobody watched it. But then I'll make, you know, a gun review on something I got or some plate carrier and it, it freaking blows up. And I'm like, really? Yeah. yeah. You know, that, I mean... Okay, I don't have an expertise in in gear. I, I don't manufacture it. I'm not. That's not my business. I just wear it. Yeah. This, you know, CQB stuff and anti. You know, that that's my business. But uh, that's that's the one people watch. A lot so of you, people you just are never searching know. that. Yeah, a lot of people are searching that, and that's you know that's the thing with uh, with those kind of videos. You know, you're in a niche thing anyway with airsoft and then you got even a more you know specific category of uh of that where you know a specific thing that one little tiny thing like yeah okay don't do this uh or nobody nobody knows the word anti-fratricide so i I think i said like yeah i didn't know (laughs) anti-fratricide rules stop killing your brothers or stop shooting your teammates or something like that is the title of the video it's it's a down channel video it's one of those when they'll scroll down a little bit and watch it and yeah. And then discover it, right? It's a it's a big rule that means just be responsible with where you're pointing your weapon. Well, sure. And uh, yeah. how you're engaging targets. So, so what got you into uh, law enforcement? So, November of 2001 is when I started my police academy. I had applied in May of 2001, and I was still in college. I was going to school for criminal justice, and of course, September 11th happens. Okay, and, oh, and you're kind of. Yeah, you're kind of my generation, so yeah, that yeah, that yeah. was a big defining moment. You're yeah. like kids now; they don't they don't put two and two together, and they don't realize how no. a defining moment that was for right. our generation. Yep. But so that happens, and I remember distinctly, my dad calls me um, after the uh, second tower got hit. Yep. My dad called me two minutes later, says, "Don't join the Marine Corps," because because he knew that the the type of person I am, I'm like, I don't know who did this. But whoever did it, the Marines are going to be there putting foot to ass first. Yeah. And I want to, you know, I'm going to do that. And I'm going to join that. So my dad convinced me to I would have paid wait. you as a Marine, for real. Yeah. I don't know, yeah. I don't know how to take that. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I work with a lot of Marines on the on our, on yeah. our SWAT team. We got several Marines. I, I love them. I love them. But um, so basically, we're, we're he convinces me to wait bunch. till the. What's that? We're not the smartest bunch. I mean. Who is? <laughs> we're, we're, we're knuckle draggers. We break shit. So um, he convinces me to wait till the end of the college semester, which really wasn't a hard sell because it was already September. You know, that's right. only two months away and I'm paying for my college education. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to finish this up and, I, and then I'll join the Marine Corps. Well, in the interim, I get a phone call from the city. I forgot I had even uh, applied. Oh shit! And they go, they go. Hey, you still want to be a cop? In fact, if you remember uh, when Clinton was president, there was this legislation he passed, like it was called like thirty-three thousand officers on the street or something like that. Yeah, I'm one of them. I was hired under a federal grant 
oh, uh, under President Clinton. And, and Clinton's not my okay. favorite president in the world, but he got yeah. a job. So they threw me into this academy class. I was like one of the last two in the class. They threw in the last minute. I did all the, the physical and everything in like a week. Yeah. But basically I was in a position where I'm like, well, let's compare Marines versus police officer in my local town. Yeah. I can always go be a Marine. Yeah. Take the job when it's, you know, when they're giving it to you. And, uh, you know, everybody's got a, a story about, well, I was going to join the military. I, I would have joined the military. Oh, but yeah. that, and that's why I hate doing that story. But that that's mine is uh, the city called first and they pay better. Oh, so I, I joined the, yeah, you know, and yeah. I, I joined the police department in 2001 and the rest is, I really kind of, I've never even fired a gun really, except for like 22s in the Boy Scouts yeah. before I became a police officer. And honestly, I wasn't particularly good at it. Yeah. I wasn't particularly good at shooting handguns. It's not the easiest uh, thing to learn. Yeah. Um, I was a fighter back then. I was a Muay Thai fighter. That's oh, why I got so many. Yeah, that's why I got so many scars. Oh shit! So I, okay. I, now, did you yeah, wrestle? I, did you uh, wrestle no, I did. I did, I did grappling, but yeah. I didn't wrestle in school. I, I did boxing and Muay Thai throughout all yeah. of high school okay. and college. So yeah. I started fighting when I was fourteen, and I stopped when I was twenty-eight. Yeah. So I, I, mean, I fought for years and years. Yeah, and years. Yeah. I won a U.S. title in two thousand one. I, had, I got a, I, I was a good fighter. I wasn't a great fighter. Yeah. And that's a rough sport not to be great at. So, but, <laughs> you know, because everybody thinks they're good until they run, or everybody thinks they're a great fighter until they run into great. Yeah. And then they realize that they're just good. That's, yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah. You get your so, ass fucking kicked, boy. It humbles yeah. You. Yeah. Neither here nor there. But the, the point is that, um, you know, I joined the police department, kind of uh, took to firearms like a, a duck to water and, eventually decided I want to be on the SWAT team trained for that for about three years. It's, it's a very kind of difficult and lengthy, uh, tryout process. Yeah. I finally got on the SWAT team. And then after about seven years on the SWAT team, was a, there was an opening on the sniper team, which is a sub team yeah. on the SWAT team. And I'm like, oh, I'm gonna try out for that. And, uh, got the nod to do that and then learned the, the mysterious art of ballistics. And now, yeah. Uh, just in the last couple of months here now, I'm an academy instructor. So I, I teach at the academy and I, I teach recruits uh, firearms and basically uh, I, I call it the, the punchy, sh the fighty shooty stuff is what I teach. <laughs> so I, I teach all yeah, the yeah. strikes and, and defensive yeah. tactics and I teach uh, firearms. Yeah. I so, used to tell people uh, I, I, I teach, I taught my kids uh, the shooty stabby stuff. You know, I taught them how to use a uh, gun and how to use a knife. But yeah, it sounds like you had a really good, uh, extensive training. My, my question is, when you went to uh, try out for the sniper team, had you been training already on your own? Like, you know, long well, shots? That, that wasn't really a tryout. It was more of an application process. Okay. Because it was only open to guys that are on the team. And basically, we have sub teams. So there's explosive breach and then there's um, sniper, and then there's repel, and yeah. you you can belong to like sniper and repel, or explosive breach and repel, but not sniper and explosive breach. Whatever the point is, is you're really not competing with that many guys, and you, you basically submit an application, and they and they they pick who they who kind of best uh, fits that position. Yeah. But I had I had attended a couple of level one sniper courses. I had purchased a Remington 700. I was doing some uh, precision rifle training, just a little bit of stuff, real basic stuff. But but I showed up to the party with a basic understanding of it. And I think that there were other guys who applied for it who didn't get the nod. And I think it was because I, I, was, I had shown that I'd already put in the effort. And a buddy of mine who I used to fight with, and we were roommates growing up, he, as a, <laughs> I, when I joined the police department, he joined the Army uh, shortly thereafter. Yeah. So he had his career in the Army as I was doing my career in law enforcement. We're still friends today. But yeah. he now he's a he's a sniper instructor for uh, oh, shit. For, okay. for yeah for 88 Tactical, which is a big uh, yep. firearms training company in the U.S. And he's like one of the he's yeah he's their main guy. So he was the guy that kind of you know put me on to all the precision rifle stuff. And then we ended up you know here near the end of our career you know doing the same thing sort yeah. of. Yeah, that's pretty so, cool. I was uh, yeah. I, when I went in, I had a uh, I had very little. Uh, experience with any kind of firearms. I never fired a pistol ever uh, in my life until I got to boot camp. Uh, but as 
as far as rifles, I remember, uh, you know, I had a BB gun growing up and then I fired a, um, a 308 once and a muzzleloader 50 cal, uh, once. And then I went to boot camp. <laughs> and so, right. uh, yeah. I had very well, little, I, I, you know, weapons. I, uh, the experience I have with, you know, the Marine marksmanship program is they can all do it and they all do it well. I mean, it, you know, most of them can't shoot a handgun to save their ass, but I tell you what, you put an AR-15 in their hands <laughs> and they, and it doesn't go away. I got a buddy yeah. of mine who's a Marine, uh, Gulf War one era. Yep. He's about your age. Vance. Great dude. And, uh, at my old house, I had a range on my property out about 300 yards. And I remember about 120 yards, I had a piece of steel about that big, you know, just two inch piece of steel. Yeah. And with iron sights, you know, he hadn't shot an AR 15, M16, whatever, in yeah. probably 10 years. Yeah. And with iron sights, he hit it, hit it three times. Yeah. I was like, geez, I don't know how they drill it into you, but it works. <laughs> yeah, it works. So, SWAT's composed of. A combination of civilians and then guys from all branches of the military, but there's a lot of army and and Marines in there. And so about on our team, and I'm pretty sure it's it's probably common across law enforcement, it's about 50-50 between straight civilians and then guys yeah. with military background. So when you're you know, when I was trying to get on the team, I was competing against a Marine, an army guy, a Navy guy, you know, and it's for them. They get that small arms training in the military, but usually before they become police officers. Yeah. So they kind of have a leg up. But for me, I had to go through our rifle program on the police department, which honestly is not as thorough as the military's for the most part. It's a good program, but you're not going to get all the as much long range stuff, and you just don't get the rounds, the, the sheer right. number of bullets right. you put down range. Now, how did you go from uh, police work to airsoft? Yeah, you know, I, I honestly, I just jumped on, I Googled, I think, airsoft, and I found a forum. You know, back in the forum days? Yeah. Remember the forums? I know yeah. you do. Yeah, I <laughs> the do. Forums are yeah. All, the forums are all dead now, but there used to yeah, be yeah. these things called forums. Well, Reddit and replaced would, them. <laughs> yeah, well, Reddit's a shit show. We won't go there. But anyway. <laughs> it is. So, and the forums, the forums were kind of, uh, well, there were a lot of them were localized. The community was local. Like, if yeah. I'm talking to some guy on the forum, uh, chances are he lives within an hour of me or right. whatever, right, you know, right down the road. And uh, so, sure enough, I found this very active airsoft forum. And it's kind of funny because, um, but like, the, 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 everybody asks, where's that gunfather thing come from? It's yeah. not based on anything important. But back in the day in college, me and my buddies had a uh, a Nintendo 64. There yep. was a game on there called Perfect Dark. Oh, I love that, that one. Right. Yes. Well, we all play it. And it was one of the first games that you could put a name in. Yeah. Right? And this guy oh, said, cool. oh, this buddy of mine goes, well, we're all going to have gun names. So this guy's going to be gun fabulous. This guy's going to be gun G or whatever, gun, gun, whatever, gun. That's and, fucking and, awesome. And these were guys that I was teaching how to fight at the time in college. Yeah. And they go, well, you're, you're kind of like, oh, you'll be the, we'll call you gun father because you're the one who teaches us how to, how to fight. I'm like, okay, whatever, you know, gun father. Oh my God, that's off. cool. Right. Well, so years and years later, I, I'm jumping on this forum and I'm like, oh, I got to come up with a gamer tag or a, a name on here. I'm not going to put my real name. Oh, I know. I'll use that. Okay. Gunfather. Boom. Yep. And that was it. And it's, so it's not based on anything, you know, deep meaning or anything like that. Yeah. And uh, so you know, I'm like, you know, you guys use call signs, you know, I'm, I'm just Rob, you know, they're like, no, this is, you know, this is death and specter and, you know, Reaper or whatever. Everybody's got these cool ass fucking call signs and I'm, I'm gunfather. You know? so they, they would call <laughs> me gunfather and gun. And it, 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 it stuck to some degree with a lot of them, but most and I just call me Rob. I, I don't, you know, just call me Rob. Yeah. But that kind of developed into uh, when I started making a channel. Well, I'll just call. I'll call it Gunfather Nilsson. Yeah. And that's that's what that's from. So it's not based on anything. Uh, that's cool. Specific. That's a really but, cool thing. I mean, it's because it's got history. Yeah, and it was well, yeah. There's a story behind it. It's just kind of an inconsequential story. Yeah. But the. Uh, you know, those forums back in the day, they were really helpful. And it's not like Facebook where you jump on there and you don't know who's giving you what advice yeah. to be an 11-year-old kid or whatever yep. um, who doesn't really have a lot of experience but is pretending like he's having experience. On those right. forums, there was – a lot of them had like a ranking system where you've been there a while and you get upvotes or you get 
how many posts you have. You know, somebody's got thousands and thousands of posts or something like that. There's okay, a way well, to this verify. Is a, is a knowledgeable person. And yeah. it was really handy for me to actually learn because there's just a wealth of stuff to learn when it comes to airsoft, especially when you start actually taking the guns apart. Right. It's a nightmare. Oh, and there was that wealth of knowledge on those forums. Seriously. And I, I swear to God, I got started in late 2007 in the winter. And where I'm at, you don't play. There is no winter airsoft, you know, yeah. for the most part. There'll be a couple games here and there. But right. we have, you know, snow and cold. And I was just fully invested in this, you know, once I started getting into it. And I'm just reading every little inch of that form. So that spring when I finally actually started playing i still had a lot to learn but i kind of knew what the fuck i was doing I remember my first game i didn't even know how to set my hop up <laughs> i couldn't oh, yeah. hit anything with guns <laughs> not to everybody but i was like dude stay out. Like, what? That, that's <laughs> when you use uh kentucky windage man you know and yeah. i would try to to learn and model after those who are successful i would literally go up to them hey why do you do that or you know people would hit me and i go what did you see you know yeah. on me that that's why i don't wear helmets because they're one they're stupid but everybody sees them and uh, yeah. I, I tried to li to right, and I, I tried to learn from those who know, because that's what you do in law enforcement. Is you 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 there's a lot of mentoring, there's a lot of learning from those who know. There's not as much of that, in my opinion, in airsoft. I think a lot of airsoft no, is is uh, people are kind of afraid to approach things, afraid to empty their cup, and just yep. kind of admit that they don't know what the fuck they're talking about, and just yep. take take in some knowledge from somebody who knows what they're doing. The main area we get new players from in airsoft is clearly video games, and I, yeah. I don't think it was that yeah. way ten years ago. It's and no. it's not. It is not real life first person shooter. It's not right, right. Because it's, there's a there's a fitness aspect to it, and there's a little more strategy and tactics than than you know doing your halo jump around a corner. <laughs> um, yeah. ha having having said that, you, you can't you can't just dismiss all those guys. Cause I would said this sport's too small for us to, to kind of yeah, divide it up and, and make yeah. enemies of the people. And a lot of the stuff I do on my channel is to try to drag those people, that aspect of the sport, maybe kicking and screaming into my yeah. realm of, Hey, let's do some tactics. Let's actually yeah, yeah. learn how to do this shit properly or basically properly from my perspective. Right, and uh, I I believe I'm very effective at it, and I'm very effective for for these reasons. Yeah, and you know, on my channel, I, I try I don't like um, anything to do with um, airsoft personality shit. I, I I'm not a big fan. I don't want to promote right Rob. I want right. to promote Gunfather Milson. I want to promote the content, the right. strategy, the tactics. I you know I was, right. oh. You're, you're amazing. What was what's your kill to death ratio? I probably not as impressive as you think. It's it's not eight no. to one, I tell you that. No, it's not. <laughs> I'm playing the game. But what we yeah. want to see, you know, yeah, they want to see the gameplay video. I'm like, it, it's it's not what you think it is, but don't worry about the gameplay video because the gameplay video is fucking important. Yeah. What's important is what I'm laying down here in these videos talking about use of cover and OODA loops yeah. and you know, whatever. And uh, it, it really is and learn before you get into gameplay. <laughs> right. And I tell you, what, I, I really because it's it's frustrating uh, doing YouTube videos and, and running a channel. And I'm I do this very part time. I got a full time job that keeps me very busy. And obviously, you heard the thing that go up. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there's there are some days, not so much anymore, but early on, often. Where I would just say, fuck it. I'm, I'm, there's too much work. I'm done doing this. Nobody's watching this shit. Nobody cares. Yeah. What the fuck am I doing? Been and there. I would take like three, four months off. Right. Yeah. And, Numerous uh, times. <laughs> and then I get, but you know, once I hit the threshold of about 500 subs and it really took off and you really start having yeah. people message you. And, and in the grand scheme of things, I'm still small. I'm 4,000. It's fuck all. It's not a big deal. But you know, you run into people at games and they're like, hey, you're, you're I'm going to Yes, I am. Man, I love your channel, or you know, you're out, you're full of shit, or whatever. Most, yeah. you know, you get you get those guys who say, you know, your video on this or that really helped me. It made a big difference in my gameplay, and I'm playing a lot better than I used to. And thanks for making that. That yeah. that makes it, you know, worth everything. It, it, it keeps me coming back and making more videos about stuff. So for real, it, yeah. Same with us. Same with us. Yeah. Yep. I'm not a big fan of pushing, you know, look how cool I am. I'm a beat up old man, you know, yeah. I mean, I, I'll still, Shit. I'll still whip that ass, but 
Yeah, I'm gonna be sore. <laughs> I'm gonna be sore in the morning. So <laughs> I'm telling you now, for real. Yeah, you're. Uh, yeah, you've got some good shit on your channel, man. I heard you say one time, you know, fitness, something, something, and you were like, you know, it's been well documented. You can see my other videos, how I feel about that, you know. But I'm just gonna say, uh, if you want to do, you know, this kind of thing, you should be at least be able to do some push-ups. And I was like, yeah. fucking a. I like this guy. Yeah, I, I always say everybody wants to uh, be a Navy SEAL, but nobody wants yes. to do the push-ups. Oh, yeah, I'm, saying, I'm, a, I'm yeah. a big fitness guy. It, it, you know, when I was a fighter for years, it got, I kind of got hooked, and I, yeah. I just never I never stopped training. And, you know, my run times aren't as fast as they used to be, and I can't do as many push-ups as I used to, but yeah. and I'm, I'm going to do it till the wheels fall off. You know, yeah. I have fitness standards I got to meet, and I meet them. There's going to come a time when, I can't meet him anymore, and hopefully I'll retire before then. I, I don't want to yeah. be that guy who has to be told that you're done because you can't, you know, hit your fitness goals. Yeah, I'd yeah, rather yeah. you'd rather be Do the it guy on your who's, own terms. Yeah, leave on your own terms and be mature yeah. enough to say, you know what? There's younger, stronger, fitter guys that can do this better than me. Right. And I'm not there yet, but I can see it from here. Yeah, and that's you know, and I'm I'm at the point in my career where I'm more I not more of, but I do a lot of mentoring. I teach at the academy. I, you know, I'm in that phase just right. before I, I couple, a couple of years of this and then it's away, go away in the sunset and drink whiskey on the beach, you know, or whatever. But <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, oh, I'm yeah. there. It, it, it yeah. happened in spite of my best efforts. I've, I've grown old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what's, yeah. uh, what is, uh, what's your, well, I've got a couple airsoft questions for you, uh, as far as events. So what's the biggest or most exciting airsoft event you've been to so far? Something's memorable. This is going to this is going to take you way back. Uh oh, Oklahoma shit. Invasion 6, I think. It was Oklahoma Invasion 6 or 7. It's probably 6. And do you and do you remember those? Ever heard no. about them? It's a no. D-Day Adventureland Park in uh in Oklahoma, obviously. And it's a big, it's a big paintball park, and it, it's a it's a thousand acres. It's got like a, one pretty good sized city, two towns, you know. It's got like a D Day themed area. Yeah. They have they have tanks, they have jeeps, they have helicopters. I, I mean, love this is a whole fields, night. Bro. Yeah. And this was back when you know this was when I just got into it. I think that was in like maybe 2010. I'd have yeah. to Google it. So I hadn't been doing it that long, but that was when airsoft was really booming. You know, when the clone guns had just come out yeah. and everything was booming. And I think there were 750 people there. It was Holy fucking massive. Shit. Oh, yeah. Just a massive amount of players. Yeah. And it was just cool to be involved with something that big, you know, a game of that size. And it was well organized. It was a great game. and It was a whole lot of fun. And we had a squad of like 10 guys that we took down there, that were, yeah. you know, local guys. It was awesome. Um, I haven't played a game that was even close to that number since. I think four or five hundred is the biggest game I've been to since. Yeah. Um, I don't think you need to have a big game for it to be a good op. I really don't. Right. But I mean, just the. I mean, there's just no replacing when you're in the middle of a big skirmish between hundreds and hundreds of people, and there's smoke, yeah. and oh, there's a goddamn tank, and oh, here's somebody shooting yeah. from a helicopter. I mean, that's that's fucking cool. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. It, it's hard yeah. to compete Constant with that. Constant excitement for real. Yeah, um, I've been to, you know, with COVID, I haven't been to too many recently. Yeah. Because I'm getting canceled. Milwaukee or in, in Wisconsin, Sheboygan, I believe Sheboygan, Wisconsin. That was a big, like a five-story insane asylum. It was a big CQB oh, shit. weekend one. Yeah, it was neat. It was That'd a really cool. fucking cool. Hell yeah. Yeah, that was a great one. I liked it. That was about, uh, I think about 180 people or 200. Yeah. That was awesome. So now I mean, was it, was, it was all inside? It was all dark? Uh, no. It, no, it wasn't at all. It was, it was uh, this this whole complex. There was one main structure that was five stories and had wings coming off it that were three stories. And there were a couple outbuildings that were two-story outbuildings. And then there were tunnels that ran underneath the whole damn thing because it was from the 50s and they had a oh, boiler shit, room. Dude. And they had to pipe in the heat through these tunnels to all the structures. Yeah, it yeah, was, yeah. It was, it was pretty cool. It was a neat place to, to play. You know, That's and it's funny because awesome. the guys, the guys on the SWAT team, you know, they'll see I do this shit and I'll show them some of the places I play. Yeah. And like, That's awesome. You know, because, you know, we have some cool training venues, but right. our training isn't like airsoft. It's, it's, 
Right. It's training. It's constructive. We we do a thing and then we debrief it for thirty minutes. Yeah, and yeah. We, it's, it's not it's really not, fun. <laughs> it's not fun. No, it's it's yeah. work and you, yeah. it's it's serious business. Um, there's fun. You can have fun while you're doing it in little amounts, but at the end of the day, it's very serious work and it's serious right. business. Right. And that's the big thing they don't understand about airsoft is the pace. Is that yeah. just we don't sit and talk about it. We just you know back to respawn and you're out again. Yep. So that, you know, that was one of my favorites, that one. And uh, I think it was called Autumn Tremor. That's cool. But I've been to a couple of good ones in the area. So now what's your next one you're planning on? Uh, you have any, you have worried, any good yeah, plans or big plans I, I for uh, do. Bill Sim? And you asked, and it's the second you asked me, I, I was like, God, I got to know what the hell it is. <laughs> I knew you were going to ask me that. I'm like, God damn it, what the hell How is it? How dare you? Uh, it's, it's, in the, it's at this place called The Rock. It's only like 20 or 30 acres, but it's a rock quarry. So it's a lot of up yeah. and down. Yeah. Yeah. Built it up with a lot of towns and stuff in there. So it's kind of got like an Afghanistan kind of feel to it. I think that's what they were going for anyway. Not that I've ever been to Afghanistan, but I think that's kind of the the yeah. look they were going for. It is a, it is a really neat feel, but it, it is punishing. You got to have the right footwear and, and get your legs Big leg time, work bro. in. Okay. Well, when, the, when our guys first started going to Milsims, I was like, Make sure your boots fit and make sure you don't buy brand new boots and take them out for the first time for a three-day mill sim because you'll be fucking hurting, okay? Oh, yeah. You, you got to break them in. But yeah, it's Operation Hellstorm in uh, okay. Boulevard, Missouri on nice. August 7th. Yeah. Red Arrow mill That's sim. a month from today. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's coming up. I haven't even bought my tickets yet. Hell, yeah. Nice. That's, that's, uh, that's the first mill sim I've been to in a while. Like, what kind of care uh, are you taking? I so you take, don't wear a helmet because you don't you're not wearing a GoPro or anything, right? So no, no. okay. I, I'm more um, I'm functional over you know tactical. I, yes. I'm all functional. Yes. Yep. So you're not going to see uh, most helmet. guys that are veterans <laughs> or uh, you know police uh, veterans or active police. They're like you know that have to wear the real shit in real life. They're like, no, yeah. I'm going to go light. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I see guys carrying like breaching stuff and airsoft. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? You know, or you know, a bunch of you know glow sticks. What are you What are you gonna do with those? I mean, yeah. uh, you know, for me, it's it's all you know, BBs, you know, magazines, obviously, comms, your radio system, yeah. and water, depending on how far I got to go from where I keep my right. water. Other than that, power bar here and there, but that's it. So I'm I'm more practical. Uh, lately, okay. I've been running a lot of DMR. I got yep. a Sima Platinum SR25 nice. that I just love. I've I been love I've been SR25. running a one to six. Yeah. yeah, I've been playing with a lot of one to sixes at work um, professionally. Uh, Vortex uh, Razor Two is what I use one to six. Okay. And on my airsoft gun, I got a Viper Two. You know, it's it's still too nice of an optic for airsoft, but I can get those for about five fifty. The razor's about twelve fifty, so and a little bit of a price difference. Jesus, but yeah, uh, yeah. well, it's, you know, glasses is, is expensive. <laughs> it's, it's good glass costs money. If you yeah, can't afford the glass, yeah, don't look through it. Just, yeah. just I always well, tell people, don't. If you true. can't afford it, don't look through it because that's true. Just stay blissfully ignorant. Go, oh, this is you know my Strike Eagles, really clear yeah. glass. Yeah. Okay. You know, you keep thinking that <laughs> it's like regular TV and HD. It's it's not the same yeah, thing. No. But um, so that's a Simon Platinum SR25, which out of the box, I just Dude, threw a Mac top are... in it, and I, I'm really yeah. impressed with its performance. Those are awesome. Yeah, I, I, I you know, Sima back in the day was the cheap shit, yeah, or CYMA or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, uh, that was like the budget guns, and I love them. I've yeah. always loved them. And then they came out with this platinum series. I'm like, okay, well, let's let's see if this is worth all the hype. And it, it is. Ever it's two hundred and sixty dollars. I think uh, is what I paid for it. You can find them cheaper on on special. And I tell you what, that gun for two hundred sixty dollars is shoots lights out. Dude, we so. got we got SR25s. Uh, each one of us. So when we started doing the unboxings, uh, all four of us. You know, there's four of us on our channel. We would all you know each buy our own mystery box. So Evic would have their, you know, BOAs, whatever we'd have, uh, four of them. They might be, you know, about, well, actually when we first started, their uh, their BOAs were 170, I want to say, something like that, maybe 180. So uh, we would get 
we all four got SR25s and uh and we we tested them all and they were all fucking badass right out of the box. Uh never had any, you know, any of them mess up whatever like they were they were legit really solid guns. And uh so whenever one, you know, anyone says I'm using SR25. I'm like, dude, you can't go wrong with that thing, you know, mostly. Yeah, and the one I got, uh, Simos has that version 2.5 gearbox, which means it's just a longer yep. cylinder, so you have more air volume. So you're yep. you're making more power with less less effort, basically, yep. is what it comes down to. And uh, yeah, I, I love it. Yeah. Uh, for CQB, I use a ICS Captain right now. Is what I use. It's just a short barreled oh, M4. Okay. Um, and I, my my heart will always be with the M4, but I also have a I did a review on it. The uh, Arcturus AK101, it's nice. AK105. Yeah, um, that's so a heavy gun. Seven, what was that? Five, uh, five. Yeah, it's a five four five. You know, basically an AK74. Right. And I'm sure there's some AK enthusiasts out there that's gonna be calling oh, bullshit and putting yeah, comments. Yeah, I know. Oh, it's actually an AK. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, yeah, actually, it's a... the, the local... <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, yeah. Uh, no, it, it's a fucking AK seventy four. Stop. Yeah. So <laughs> the rest of us don't care. <laughs> but yeah, I, I love AK. I've always been a big fan of AK AKs, and, and part of the yeah, problem same. is, is uh, at work, I use a Daniel Defense Mark eighteen, okay, okay, which has you know select fire. Um, I've never shot one of those. All right. Uh, that great gun. You know. Yeah. Uh, 11 inch barrel or 11 and a half or whatever uh ballistically not great for stuff that's far away but you know for cqb it, you really can't beat it um but you know when i use that icsm4 i mean if i really want to do well at a cqb op i'll take the m4 because that's that's what i've trained on my whole life that's that's right. the bread and butter but it's not really as much fun for me as where if I bring the AK, now I'm doing something different. I'm doing something new. Yeah. AK reloads are really foreign to me. It's it's just it's just kind of fun to get out there and actually, you know, do something that I, I really don't do a lot at work. Yeah. So thus the AK because I'm they you know won't let me use the weapon of the enemy. So <laughs> <laughs> how dare so sometimes, they? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so sometimes so in airsoft sometimes I like to use the AKs. Yeah, yeah, that's so, cool, man. Well, that's awesome, man. Uh, you've got uh, so you've got your own YouTube channel. You've had for quite a while. You have uh, you just hit four thousand subs. Not too long ago. Uh, got some really good content on there. You've got uh, a lot of videos of just uh, CQB training. You got a lot of videos of airsoft uh, reviews. You know, gun reviews, that kind of thing. Anyone that's watching right now. Uh, if you have not subbed to his channel, go to Gunfather Milsim, and uh, you can find it on YouTube. I'll have a link in the description. I'll have his uh, his YouTube tag here, uh, scrolling you know, on the uh, video here, and uh, you can find him on there. What, where can people reach you at besides like uh, commenting on your videos? Yeah, email. You can get me at gunfathermilsim at gmail.com. I'm okay. not that creative. Everything's Gunfather Milsim. Yeah. If you're on Xbox you Live, you get, I'm, I'm Gunfather Six on Xbox. Oh Live. shit! Oh, you, okay. you realize that I've been on Xbox for a thousand years because my gamer tag is like, you yeah, know, yeah. short and it's a normal <laughs> thing. It's just Gunfather the number six. That's that's me. Yeah. Or it's it's my son, and he's seven. So if it's, oh, if, it's playing, yeah. Yeah. if it's playing Fortnite, it's my son. If it's if it's getting its ass kicked on Call of Duty or World of Tanks, that that's me. But that, you don't want. I was just going to ask you, what do you me. play on there? Okay, World of Tanks. Oh, I'm yeah. I'm, I'm garbage at, at video games. I yeah. um, yeah, World of Tanks is what I'm playing right now. Uh, okay, I, I go on and off with that one every couple of years. I'll come back to it and play it for a few months. Yeah. Uh, Vigor, Vigor was one I was playing quite a bit. Oh shit! Okay. And I stop. I, I love Vigor. Vigor's yeah. awesome. Call of Duty, not not the biggest fan in the world. I, yeah, I, I I'm not enjoyed for a while. Yeah, it, yeah, it I just used to I'm, be. I used to be. Yeah, I could play it real hard for a few you know weeks, and then I just I'm just not that good. And I get yeah. my you know it's, it's not fun when I'm getting my ass kicked by ten year olds talking shit. And I'm, oh, in my yeah. mind, they're all hackers, but they're probably not. I'm just garbage. You know, they're just not very good. No, they're probably hackers because they have not fixed that game. No, since, no, they never like have. the last seven years, bro. Uh, what was the one? Uh, God damn. It was uh, 
God, I played it for years. It was a Tom Clancy Rainbow, Rainbow Six. Six. Yeah, which was the one where you Vegas? were down in like, no, South America. You were down in South oh. America. Uh, Wildlands. Wildlands. Yeah, Wildlands. I was a big fan of the Wildlands Dude, uh, PvP for a long time. shit ton of that game. Yes. That game was awesome. Yeah. I loved Wildlands. Well, I'm gonna so send was... you. I'm gonna send you my uh, gamer tag. So if you're ever on, you you want to play some? Because uh, I've been on Xbox Live since uh, Xbox Live started. Yeah, so... me too. Me yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll disappear off there. Like literally most of the time, it's my yeah, son. Same. It's not me. And, same. You, and you'll yeah. know by seeing what he's playing. Yeah. And uh, it, it's so I, I'll go. I won't touch the damn thing for months, and then I'll get a weekend yeah. free with no kids. And I'll actually play quite a bit. But, well, I'll, yeah. I'll uh, if we're gonna, you know, I'll send you my gamer tag. If uh, you know, I'll send you a text on your phone. If, yeah, you know, <laughs> do that and be like, hey man, are, are you gonna? Are you planning on playing? Because if I contact you through Xbox, you know, who knows? Same with me. My my Xbox is on a lot of the time, but I'm not actually on it. So right, right. It's yeah. almost always kids. Yeah. So for real. So. As as it should be. <laughs> so. <laughs> But I'm a kid so, at heart, Rob. Oh, okay. yeah, I, I love it. I love I love video games much the next guy, but oh, you know, yeah. we, got, we got to pay bills. So oh, no shit, right? All right, man. Well, it's uh, man, it's been really, really awesome uh, getting to know you on here. Yep. And uh, I, you know, I really appreciate you having me on your channel. Thanks for yeah, thanks for having me. Absolutely, dude. Uh, yeah, we, you know, we were talking about the uh, the subs and all that kind of stuff earlier, and you know, we we're not a big channel as well. Uh, we don't ever think of ourselves as a big channel. We always, you know, communicate with our, our viewers, you know, you do as well. Uh, I love your live streams. Keep doing what you're doing. It's awesome. And, uh, appreciate you pushing the, uh, the training aspect, uh, into airsoft because a lot of guys don't get that, you know, they don't, they don't get mentored, uh, when they start out, you know, and, that, and I think but, a lot of guys want that, you know, like, like I said, I'm trying to drag the whole sport, if I can, kicking, kicking and screaming, screaming. <laughs> maybe just a little bit, but I'm just trying to drag them over. We'll see, see, we'll see how it goes. Awesome, man. Well, thank you for being on here. It's been a pleasure and a good luck on your channel. And we'll do Thanks, this sir. again. And uh, Absolutely. we'll have to I'd do like to. a, uh, we'll have to do a, uh, uh, a gun show, show off some of your airsoft guns. Oh, absolutely. We can do that. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Give me a heads up. Hell yeah. All right. Thank you. Thanks, All right. brother. Have a good yep. one, man.